Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to Dreams Before Breakfast. Today's gonna be a continuation of our little catching up series. So I'm gonna be talking about how my mental health has been for the past year and just catching you guys up on what's been going on in my head and with my emotions and just in my life internally and more personally rather than just like the outside look of like what's physically going on in my life and what's changed physically in my life. I'm not going to make this intro too long because it's kind of self-explanatory. I'm just going to get right into it. So the first thing I want to talk about is lack of motivation. I've talked about this on my podcast a lot and it was actually one of the reasons why I started a podcast. This podcast gave me a lot more direction with my daily life and helped me to figure out what's important to me and by helping motivate others it really helped me motivate myself but once I fell off the bandwagon with this podcast and with my other personal projects and my life became just about school my motivation fell away also so I'm going to talk a little bit about how motivation has played a role in my life and in my success as a student and just as an individual so one of the first things that I want to talk about is how It plays a role in my daily life. If you guys don't know, I am a night owl. I love staying up late at night. It's when I'm most creative and when I feel like I'm my best self, which means that I don't typically wake up early, but during the school year, I try to wake up a little earlier so that I can be productive with like schoolwork. But when I stopped focusing on my personal projects and stopped having time for myself and having that like work-life balance my motivation just like tanked so I would start waking up closer to the time that I had to be in class I started skipping classes my mother's gonna hate hearing that if she ever listens to this but it was just a really tough time motivation wise and I didn't really know why I was doing the things that I was doing and whether it was all worth it and what it was all for what was my purpose what was the reason that I was even in college in the first place what was the reason why I was playing along with society's roles of like you go to high school and then you go to college and then you get a job and then you live in that job for as long as you can and maybe you'll transfer once or twice but then you'll get married that's the next step then you have kids and your kids have kids and it's just like why am I doing that if is that actually what I want so I just kind of had a little existential crisis and was trying to figure myself out but in the midst of that my motivation really tanked as well so I've been trying really hard to get back into being motivated and I think a lot of that is having personal projects and having that work-life balance and making sure that there's a lot in my day that I don't want to do but I fill the extra moments with things that I really love not just random things to entertain me. It became a really big thing in my life to relax intentionally. And I watched a few YouTube videos on this. If I could find any of them, I'll put them in the description for this podcast. But something that's been really important to my life is making sure that when I'm relaxing, I'm not just like mindlessly doing things like watching TV or playing video games and stuff like that. I mean, not that that there's anything bad about that but I just feel like it doesn't help me to be better in the moments where I am doing things that I don't want to do whereas reading a book and like reading other people's blog posts and watching YouTube videos and educating myself taking online courses and then working on my own personal projects that really helps me be motivated throughout the day even when I'm doing things I don't want to do the next thing I want to talk about is how anxiety has played a role in my life this past year. I don't really talk much about anxiety on this podcast because I like to keep it upbeat and I like 
to talk more about the motivational stuff and the exciting stuff and just what's actually going on in my life rather than talking about how much I deal with on the daily with my mental health, but anxiety has played a really rough role in my life in the past year especially. I feel like I've dealt with anxiety since high school, but I never really like thought of it as that and I never thought of it as a problem and I'm not even saying that it's a problem because I'm not like diagnosed I've never like gone to the doctor but I I know that I am experiencing a lot of like extended periods of time where I'm just ridiculously stressed and in like a like panic mindset and like fight or flight and just like gotten to a point where it's really exhausting and a place that that's really impacted is my relationship. So in the last episode, if you guys haven't listened to that, I talked a lot about my relationship and how we've grown together, how we've struggled over the past two years. But one of the main things that we've struggled over was my anxiety and how that affects our relationship. The problem is when you're not mentally healthy, it's really hard for you to be your best self and it's hard for you to offer your best self and tend to the needs of other people and live up to other people's expectations, especially if you don't feel confident in yourself and you don't feel like you're even capable of living up to your own expectations. And that's the problem with anxiety. Like I felt so overwhelmed all the time and I felt so stressed out by little things. And one of the biggest things that really bothered me was time. I always felt like I was running out of time. I always felt like I didn't have enough time to do all the things I wanted to do or that I would like run out of time in my life to do all the things I wanted to do. I was just like, am I spending my time right? And then on top of that, like, do I have enough time for the obligations I have? And then with my relationships, like not just my romantic relationships, but my friendships as well. Like, do I have enough time with these people? Am I spending enough time with them? And am I offering them enough? And that was something that was really stressful to me. And I had to work through that and it was really, really hard. And I still have like moments where I kind of freak out. I wake up too late and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough time in this day to accomplish all the things I wanted to accomplish. Or if I go to bed too late, I'm just like, I don't have enough time to sleep and that'll make me like feel unwell tomorrow. So I, I definitely still struggle with whatever this is, but it's something that I'm constantly working through and just trying to figure out how to balance my life with and how to let it exist in my life because it's something that definitely needs to be acknowledged and if I don't acknowledge it, it only gets worse. So I'm definitely trying to find ways to cope with it and I don't even know, like give it a role without giving it power. But along with that, like I think I've done a really good job this year with digging deep into what's actually the cause of the things that deteriorate my mental health every now and then whether it's burnout or whether it's like past memories or issues socially or I don't know high expectations of myself like just trying to sort through what's actually causing it so that I can figure out ways to cope with it or at least that I could express it correctly so that it's out of my system and writing has played a really really big role in this where I've been journaling a lot more and reading the bible has also helped where I can find hope in that So I've been finding small ways to kind of try to cope with this and try to make it work in my life and not let it get in the way of my daily life. But speaking of like the Bible and being a Christian, I think something that happened to me this past year is I developed a don't worry mindset, which comes from Christianity. In Christianity, they basically the Bible says in so many different verses that you shouldn't worry about the future and you should just live in the moment and 
like live up to your full purpose and that should be the only thing that you're worried about like not even worried about but the only thing that you should be focused on and that you shouldn't stress about tomorrow so when I started developing this mindset it was really good for me and it helped me to balance myself a little more and help me to figure out what's actually important to me and what's a priority but I think I overcompensated with it too much where in the moments where I didn't worry I didn't care about anything and then in the moments where I was stressed out I was stressed about so much because it was just accumulating over the days so I think striking a balance that's where I figured out like I need to find a way to let my anxieties or whatever exist in my life and I have to acknowledge them without letting it like stop me or destruct my life and that kind of leads me into quarantine and how I've been affected by the quarantine so like I said my YouTube channel is always linked below I actually posted a whole video about how I feel about quarantine and how it's affected me mentally and personally and just a big rant about that so if you guys want to listen to more about that I'm not going to go too deep into it in this podcast because I have talked about it in another medium but if you want to check that out that'll be linked below But the main thing I want to talk about is how crushing the negativity of quarantine has been. So, I mean, obviously, like I said in a previous podcast, it's been negative for a reason. Like, it's been a really rough time for everyone. And there's no doubt that this is a really bad thing that's happening to the world and to humanity as a whole. But I think the negativity, the news constantly being on in the background, the like constant statistics that are being thrown at us just all of that and then people saying like I don't know when this is going to get better and just like rather than expressing themselves and how they're feeling they're just talking about how bad it is and like sitting in a place of like this sucks instead of like how can we help and like I I don't even know like there was just so much negativity to a point where it didn't even correlate with the original problem anymore it wasn't about the virus it was about like how much quarantine sucks how much it sucks that this has affected their life and don't get me wrong like that stuff is definitely important and I made a whole podcast episode about quarantine and how it's affected me so it's definitely necessary to express but there's a way to express it without like spreading negativity I don't know just quarantine and the negativity of that has definitely set me back a little bit and a lot of the work that I was doing to not get anxious and to not stress about time especially I was really backtracked by the quarantine and the negativity that came with that. The next thing I want to talk about is rebalancing my life. So obviously as quarantine happened, I had to move back home. I talk a little bit about this in my school podcast episode as well and my quarantine podcast, so I'm not going to go too deep into that. But I did have to move home and in doing that, I do have to rebalance my entire lifestyle because my routines that worked in college definitely don't work in my own house. And um, especially since I'm living with four other people. So I went from living in a room alone where I can't really affect anyone else no matter what I do to living with four other people who obviously care about what I'm doing because they're my family, but also like they're directly impacted by what I'm doing. Like right now, I'm sure my sister can hear in the next room that I'm recording a podcast. And if she was doing anything important, I'm sure this would be really annoying. So rebalancing my life and just figuring out how to balance my mental health while I'm also being in isolation and not really able to talk to people the way that I used to talk to them and lean on like social interaction and just getting myself out when I don't feel well like that option was taken away from me so I have to rebalance and find a way to make living in my small little room and like 
just being pretty isolated besides the four people that are living with me, I have to find a way to make that work. So it was definitely tough at first, but once I started getting the hang of it, it got a lot better and I found a lot of ways to, like I said, cope with it. And it's actually helped motivate me in my personal projects a lot because as I'm going through this time, I realize that there is a lot that I have to say and voicing it is definitely helping me a lot. So I've been writing a lot. I've been working on my YouTube channel a lot. I've obviously restarted my podcast and I've been reading books and just trying to find ways to make myself feel less lonely and not feel so cooped up all the time. I've also decided that like something that's important during this time is to live through it rather than to like avoid it and to push all of this away but to actually live through it and know that this time is one for the history books and not that it's a good time or that we should be proud that we're living through this time but like just living through it and trying to capture as much of it as possible in our memories so that when our kids or our friends ask about it later we'll have something to say about it and we'll have something to say that will be meaningful rather than like it just sucked it was the worst time ever um but actually learning something from this and living through it and trying to find ways to make it work because we can't just pause our lives for as long as this lasts and pause our productivity for as long as this lasts. We really do need to live through it so that when the world does turn back on, we're ready for it. I think something that's really been important in my life too has been being open to internal and external change. So obviously quarantine has been a huge external change and something that wasn't really avoidable or in my control. But I've also been open to internal change. And when you're open to internal change, external change becomes so much less uncomfortable. Because as the things that were happening around me were changing, I was able to adapt to it internally and figure myself out internally. And to use that as like an opportunity to get to know myself better. And like I said in my previous podcast, I've been home in my hometown. And it's definitely uncomfortable because there are a lot of memories here. But just finding ways to use that to help me grow rather than letting it set me back any more than it already has and to use these stories to share with other people so that they can learn from my mistakes rather than just sitting here and sulking in like the memories that have happened in this bedroom or like the calls that I got or the heartbreaks that I had and the friends that I had over and just like all of those memories I could just sit and sulk in them and reminisce and be overwhelmed with nostalgia or I can actually learn from it and grow from it and like experience that internal change that's totally possible yeah this moment has so much potential to grow us as people and I just don't want to waste that because then it would have all been for nothing and the thought of that just makes me really sad so I really just want to make this worth something okay the next part is kind of weird I want to talk about how taking care of my health has helped me so much. So if you guys don't know, I recently had to go gluten-free because my body just decided it wanted to reject gluten. So now I'm fully gluten-free. I occasionally slip up if I forget to read the label or whatever, but I'm pretty much gluten-free. And it's honestly helped my mental health a lot. It sounds kind of stupid, like in a mental health conversation to talk about like gluten, but when you start taking care of your body and listening to what it needs from you, it definitely helps you in a bunch of different ways. Like it helped my mental health so much more than I thought it would. I didn't even think it would have an impact on my mental health at all. But apparently when you're doing something that's unhealthy for your body, like your mind just also deteriorates. So 
since I went gluten-free, I've been having significantly less or fewer moments of depression, and I've been experiencing a lot less anxiety, so it's definitely helping me in a lot of different ways. I I just think that's really great. I'm not saying go gluten-free because if you don't need it, it's actually not that healthy for you, but find what works for your body and actually listen to it. Like, I think it's really important to eat in silence every now and then and to listen to what your body's telling you about the stuff that you're eating and what you're putting into your body, whether you're drinking enough water and stuff like that. I definitely do not drink enough water, but I need to do that. But yeah, that, that one's definitely something that's impacted my life a lot and my mental health, so I just wanted to mention it in here. And the last thing I want to mention is how I've been tapping into my younger self. So, as soon as quarantine began and I was trying to figure out what my routines would be and what I want to fill my days with, I noticed that a lot of the things that I fill my days with now are the things that I used to fill my days with in, like, middle school or elementary school, like playing guitar and singing and writing and reading books and... I don't even know, just a bunch of little things that I used to love when I was a kid. So something that's really helped me and my mental health has been tapping into my younger self rather than pushing it away in adulthood and finding a way where the two can coexist rather than trying to kill one off so that you can be another. I feel like a lot of adults do that where when they get into the world of adulthood and they try to be a big boy, they completely try to kill off their old selves which is sad because what got us to that point is our old selves like without your childhood self you would not be the person that you are today so there's definitely room in your life and in your mind for them to exist for them to coexist and I definitely feel how necessary that is especially now when I'm isolated and by myself I did not think about the aspects of myself that I hated when I was in elementary school and when I was playing guitar I wasn't thinking about how I was getting the chords wrong when I was writing I wasn't thinking too hard about grammar and how people were going to perceive it when they read it like it was such a carefree version of me and that's just a part of me that I'm trying to tap into a little more and make a part of my life again rather than continuing to imprison her in the back of my mind but yeah that's just something that's been really helping me just to figure out how that plays a role in the person that I am today and how I can continue to let it play a role while also letting it like be productive like finding a way to make that aspect of me a productive aspect of me and a lot of that is my personal projects I've been using my creativity a lot in my youtube channel and a little bit in my podcast but not too much so this is something that's really important to me because mental health obviously does impact your life a lot and your daily like activities will be definitely impacted by how well you feel emotionally so I've definitely been spending a lot more time trying to figure out how I'm feeling every day and how I can best show up for myself every day but yeah that's basically all I wanted to talk to you guys about in this podcast episode so I hope you guys enjoyed it and I want to thank you for listening for this long I'm sorry if this one was a little more negative we're talking about like a little more touchy and deep subjects so It was a little weird and uncomfortable and vulnerable, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, I hope you guys stick around for my next podcast episodes and that you'll subscribe and continue listening to my future episodes. Other than that, my blog, my YouTube channel, and all of my social medias are always linked below. So if you guys want to follow me and connect with me on any of those platforms, please do. I would love to hear from you guys. And if you have any recommendations about what I should talk about in future podcasts, feel free to reach out to me on any of those platforms. But yeah, thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you tomorrow.